If you have Jesus DNA on the inside, you are called to change your inside world, your interior world, change your personal world, and then from that place, change the world at large that you are designed to influence. Hello there, friend. This is part two of the Questing with God series. Be a world changer by faith is the name of this episode. You know, Abraham is a touchstone for us, the original pattern of faith, we could say. And a big question that all of us need to ask is what's possible in our life? This is Brian Del Turco. You're listening to Jesus Smart, the podcast, episode number 59. The conviction here is that Jesus knows how life works best now, the future is his, and it's starting to show up in the present. This is a brand new mini-sode series, Questing with God. You can hear episode one in the series, Pursue Adventure, Be Like Abraham. That's in episode number 57. In this series, we are discovering that we can reach back to the experience and achievement of Abraham for precedent in our lives as we find its complete fulfillment in Christ. Yes, we are called to be world changers by faith. Before we can tap into the dynamics, though, of venturing in Abraham-like faith, let's touch on his backstory, because we may see similar themes in our own story. I think we will. Don't miss the takeaways to come. We are all called to an odyssey of faith in Christ, just like Abraham and Sarah. The Creator reached down into time and geography and called Abraham and Sarah in a special way. Abraham was born and spent the first part of his life in Ur, a city located in southern Mesopotamia on the Euphrates River. It's about halfway between the Persian Gulf and Baghdad in present-day Iraq in the Middle East. Ur was an important city in the ancient world with a vast library. Archaeologists have uncovered what was really a flourishing civilization. We now know the city was prosperous and had extensive trade. The Babylonians in Ur, they worshipped many gods, the moon god Sin being the supreme god. Leo Tolstoy, the famous Russian writer, said that everyone thinks of changing the world, but no one thinks of changing himself. And we would agree with him that true change, true transformation is an inside-out process. And yes, there is a world at large that each of us are destined to to influence, to fill that space. In that sense, we change the world at large, but it starts from within. Now, Abraham was from this culture and God had called Abraham to an odyssey of faith and there was going to be a personal transformation in both Abraham and Sarah that would be required before they could change things at large. They were summoned to be world changers. The one true God engaged time and space in a new and purposeful way. The creator had designs, including a land, a new nation, and most importantly, a messianic line, which would bless all peoples. Jesus Christ would eventually come into time and space. I think deep down, we all want to be history makers, world changers, In the Old Testament scriptures, we see Abraham for the first time at the end of Genesis chapter 11. His name was then Abraham, meaning high father or exalted father. Later, God would change his name to Abraham, meaning father of a multitude. 
of nations. That's just like God. He begins to rename things in our lives and call things that, even though they do not yet exist, he already calls them as though they do exist. Abram's father, Terah, migrated from Ur to Haran. He took with him Abram and Abram's wife, Sarai, and Lot, the grandson of Haran. Haran was one of Terah's sons who had who had died. He took the grandson, Lot, and they traveled with his father northwest along the Euphrates River, journeying within what's known now as the Fertile Crescent. They intended to go to Canaan, but they settled in a city named Haran in northern Mesopotamia. And just like in Ur, the moon god Sin was worshipped there. Then God shows up in Genesis 12, verses 1 to 3, and begins to call Abraham to journey further. God comes to us and he, he, he summons us to go further in our story, further in our journey, and further in possessing the promises that he has for us. In Genesis 12, we read that after the death of Terah, God called Abraham to leave his father's house and to go forth to a land that God would reveal. Now the Lord had said to Abraham, get out of your country. This is Haran at the time. Get out from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. And that, of course, would occur through the messianic line and through the Messiah himself who would come hundreds and hundreds of years later. Now we are reaching back to Abraham for precedent and kingdom patterns that ultimately find their full, complete fulfillment in Christ. But world changers advance into the unknown. And if we're truly going to follow Christ, there are going to be times and there are going to be aspects and dimensions of our life where we are called into something that is new something that is unknown. And the question is going to be, are we going to be up for it? Are we going to have faith for it? Are we going to have a will which is malleable and yielding to the Holy Spirit so that we flow with the adventure of God in our lives? And as we read about the life journey of Abraham in the book of Genesis, we're amazed at the faith venture that God called him to. You see, Abraham didn't have all the fine details of the plan. In fact, he didn't have the plan at first. (laughs) More would be revealed to him as he trusted God and advanced. It says in Hebrews 11, verses 8, and then again, verse 10, by faith, Abraham, when he was called, he obeyed by going out to a place which he was to receive for an inheritance, and he went out not knowing where he was going. But what he did know were these words from verse 10. He was looking for a city which has the foundations, whose architect and builder is God. Abraham was looking for God's activity. He was questing after God and God's story, God's activity. And how much more in Christ do we have a heightened capacity to do that now on this side of the cross, on this side of the empty tomb, on this side of the ascension? And now the Holy Spirit has been given to us as a a great helper What was the creator designing? What was he building? That's what Abraham was interested in. And built into the call were awesome promises to Abraham 
And I really think that we can look back, we can peer back into the scriptures and we can see the patterns and the precedents fulfilled in Christ. A land would be revealed to him, it says, and a land will be revealed to you too. There are, there are promises you are called to possess and fulfill. A great nation would be established through him. It says God would bless him and make his name great. All the families and peoples of the earth would be blessed through Abraham. And those who blessed him would be blessed. Those who cursed him would be cursed. Do you know that in Christ, those who bless you are blessed and those who curse you are cursed? I was traveling in a car one time right here in the United States with a great friend and mentor from from the United Kingdom, and he was over here visiting. We were driving, and I had done something on the road, which I am off to do. I made somebody mad with, with some inadvertent, innocent thing I did. I can't remember what it was. But the person was, uh, let's just say they were blessing us with their fingers and cursing us. And, and Paul's immediate attitude was, Lord, bless them because they're cursing sons of God. You know, it was kind of a funny moment, but there was a, 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 a ring of truth to what he was saying, and I understood. My friend, what are some key takeaways for world changers in Christ? How can we benefit from this world changer template that we see in Abraham's life, in Sarah's life, now that we are Christ followers and we are the seed of Abraham in Christ, as the New Testament says? Number one, we can take courage and stretch for the precedent and standard of faith that we see in Abraham. We are to count for something significant. We are to steer history and be a world changer. Journeying with God is the way. So stretch for the precedent and standard of faith, the gold standard. Number two, it seems we often have to leave something to process with God as we go for something else. You see, we leave places, and I'm putting these in air quotes, places and things to pursue the faith odyssey. It's not necessarily geography, although it could be. It may be a season of life you're being asked to release. It could be relationships or some kind of a career transition. It could be almost anything as God leads you. So it just seems that as with Abraham and Sarah, we often, quite often have to leave something to process with God for something else. Number three, know this, that though we may not appreciate it at first, anything we release to move forward with God is more than return to our lives. I believe this is the only way that we can find our true lives. I was sharing with someone earlier today through a through a written format, a testimony, but you know, there was a, some some time ago, some years ago in the Lord, there was a prompting from the Holy Spirit and direction began to become very clear to me about a transition that I did not want to hear about it. It involved a massive change, leaving a position. It involved uh, geography change. It it was I, it was the last thing I wanted to hear. But I would say within 30 to 60 days, there was a supernatural grace and work of God. My whole heart was reorientated and changed concerning that transition. And I swung 180 degrees and what the transition entailed over the next four years, there was not one minute where I regretted making that decision. And it was a key pivotal season in my life. So there may be times there may be times like this, big, small, medium size, where God will, uh, we don't appreciate at first how God is leading us, but it's more than returned to our lives as we move forward. And finally, number four. Number four, my friend, let's let's get real with this. And, and this is exciting and, 
Every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father. Everything that God brings into our lives is good. Things are going to feel like we're moving into the unknown. That's number five. Things are going to feel like we are moving into the unknown, at least for a while. Now, it's not unknown to the Creator, of course. And amazingly, as we continue to advance, here's the, here's the power key. Many of the things that were unknown to us, they become known. And, here, and we find out that we were designed for these things. It awakens passion, desire, and design within us. Now, here's what the Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9 to 10, quoting, I, I believe, from Isaiah, what no eye has seen, what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined, what God has prepared for those who love him. These things God has revealed to us through the Spirit, for the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. Our understanding is limited. That's why it says in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct and straighten and smooth out your pathways. In all of your ways is, is, is a Hebrew expression, which means in all of your course of activities, all of your pathways, even your career activity, acknowledge him, know him by relational, intimate contact, and he will smooth and straighten and make your way beautiful. Now, can you see yourself as a world changer in Christ? Can I? It all starts on the inside in our interior world. It then overflows into our personal world, our personal affairs. And then from that into the sphere of influence, the, the world at large, if you will, that sphere that we are designed to influence. Be encouraged to reflect on these things. Let's, let's pray into them. Join me in praying into them in your, in your daily walk with the Lord. And then start to take small steps of activity. Start leaning in the direction that you're sensing and begin to take small steps, steps of activity as you continue to reflect and to pray and to exercise your faith. Well, I'm glad you're with me on this series, Questing with God. This is episode two. Topics to come include faith as a substance of what will be. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about how the God reality trumps the lower reality that we always think is reality. Okay? We will talk about over the horizon thinking and belief. And these are just some of the subtopics. There's even more. Thanks, friend, for rating, reviewing, and following this podcast on iTunes or your favorite listening option. It helps others discover the content to see if it's a good fit for them. Plus, it keeps you connected. Now, if you want to learn and get ahead faster, consider tapping into the Facebook group. Just go on Facebook, search for Jesus Smart. It should pull it right up. There's links to resources, other information there that I think you'll value. Another way that we can learn and develop fast is to begin to act immediately on what you're learning. By the way, do you know that the New Testament word translated as disciple of Christ, yes, we know it means mathetes, something like that pronunciation. It means a pupil or a learner, but it, it even goes deeper than that. It means somebody who replicates what their teacher 
is teaching them, somebody that's so immersed and so obedient to their teacher, Jesus, and begins to replicate their lifestyle and their competencies and their character. And Jesus said, you'll do even greater works than these because I go to the Father. Anyway, as we begin to apply and begin to move in faith, we begin to learn quickly with the Lord and teach, share it with someone else. It's always a good idea to share and teach everything you know in life. Remember, knowledge is not power. Knowledge is potential power as it is applied. To be real, kingdom knowledge even goes more core. It's a heart relational knowledge first with Jesus, and then it it moves into a working knowledge of how his world works, his kingdom works. From that spring flows a practical kingdom knowledge to elevate your life and everything that you touch. Thank you for leaving a review on iTunes with your biggest takeaway for this episode or even just a general review or any app where you're listening, Stitcher. It's on Spotify now. And thank you for sharing this podcast on social media. Visit jesussmart.com to see the show notes page for this specific episode. You'll find there additional resources to dive deeper with this theme. Plus, you can sign up to receive a free weekly email for next level ideas and practice to advance as a Christ follower. As always, with Jesus, our horizon is brilliant. It's smart. Find your storyline in the big story, if you know what I mean. Let's make it a smart week. And um, hey, let's do this again soon.